Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Sunday. Man, hope you're getting ready to join us in life groups today. And uh, so excited as we're going to continue to walk through the spiritual disciplines, man. And I hope you've been actually uh, trying to implement these in your life, uh, disciplining yourself to do it. Uh, it's kind of the point of why it's called disciplines, right? And uh, man, I know I've done some in my life that I've never done before. And uh, man, it's just been a blessing to me uh, to walk with the Lord in that way. And so I hope that you're taking that seriously, trying out. Maybe you haven't tried it yet, or maybe you haven't been in life groups at all. Get there today and uh, would love to see you be apart. But uh, today we're going to continue to walk through 1 Samuel, and uh, we're, we're going to be in a sad passage of Scripture today. Uh, 1 Samuel 4, verses 12 through 22. Um, there's a song right now that, that I love um, that Maverick City, the group Maverick City sings called Man of Your Word, right? And uh, I love it because basically what it talks about is if God said it, then we believe it's going to happen, right? God is a man of His Word. His Word does not return void. If He says something, it's going to happen. And we can trust that it's going to happen. And I think oftentimes we love to think of that in the positive sense, right? So like uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, where God says he knows the plans that he has for us, plans to prosper us, not to harm us and for a future. We love to say, yes, God, you're a man of your word. Uh, or Romans chapter 8, right? That God works together all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. We we love to quote that song there and be like, yeah, God, you're a man of your word. But what we also need to see is that God is a man of his word when, when he speaks judgment over people, when he speaks judgment over families. And if you've been reading through the book of 1 Samuel with us, maybe you're just jumping on today for the first time. But if you've been going through 1 Samuel with us, you know that in 1 Samuel chapter 2, God speaks out against Eli and his sons, Hophni and Phinehas. Um, he speaks out against his sons because they have been neglecting the priesthood. They have been terrible examples. They've been abusing their authority. They've been abusing their religious position. And so God speaks out to them. And in 1 Samuel chapter 2, God basically assures Eli that his house is going to end, right? That, that Hophni and Phinehas are, are going to die and that God's judgment is going to be enacted. And this is reminded in 1 Samuel chapter 3. And here in 1 Samuel chapter 4, we see that actually come to play. The Bible said at the end of verse 11 that we read yesterday, and in the battle between Israel and the Philistines, Hophni and Phinehas died. And so someone, a servant, comes running up to and finds Eli. And the Bible says that Eli was like 98 years old, right? And, and Eli's sitting there, his eyesight's going bad. And so Eli asked the servant what, what happened in the battle. And, and the servant tells him, he says, hey, you know, Israel's lost, right? The Philistines have won. He, he says, your two sons, they have died. And, and then, then maybe the most important thing is that the Ark of the Covenant has been taken. And in that moment, the Bible says that Eli falls over off his back and literally cracks his neck and dies. Yep, that's in the Bible, right? That's literally, it's like this, this heartache moment where he hears about the destruction that's fallen on his people. And he he knows that a lot of this is because of his family, right? But because of the, the sin of his family, because of the way that his family has led the people. And he hears this and it is just destruction to him. And he falls over and he dies. And the saddest part maybe is his son, Phineas's wife. So Phineas has died, but his wife is in labor. Um, and she gives birth to a son and, and she actually, actually dies in labor as well. But listen to what they name the son. Um, the Bible says, and she named the child Ichabod. 
Yeah, I-C-H-A-B-O-D. So you're like, hey, that sounds like a fun name. Well, listen to what that name means. She named the child Ichabod saying, the glory has departed from Israel because the ark of God had been captured because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, the glory has departed from Israel for the ark of God has been captured. So can you imagine going around with your name being Ichabod? Right? Like, hey, what's your name, man? Well, my name means the glory of God has departed from Israel because my dad and my grandpa were terrible people. Right? They, they led in a terrible way. They were bad examples. And yet this is why the glory of God has departed from Israel. So you know what? This is a, a sad passage. And, and you know what I think it's okay sometimes to do? I think it's okay to sit in that for just a moment. To, to really try to put ourselves in the shoes of these people, to put ourselves in the shoes of Israel as they're watching their enemies, the Philistines, take the Ark of the Covenant away and the presence of God away. But 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 when we when we read the Bible, I, I would encourage us, we never have to end in sadness, right? When we read the Bible and we read a passage like this, we never have to end in, in gloominess and, and just bummed out, right? Because what do we know is that we know that the glory of God is going to return to Israel. That God's glory is gone for a season because his people really needed a wake-up call. His people really need to wake up. The leadership in Israel needed to wake up. He's preparing the room for Samuel to come up. Like The people of Israel needed to go through this moment because God says in his word that he disciplines his children. Right? His children needed to be woken up, but we can read this still with hope. Not neglecting the sadness, not you know ignoring the fact that this is a hard moment, but we can read this passage hopefully because we know that the glory of God has not departed from Israel forever. And man, we can take hope in the fact that ultimately the glory of God is seen and you know he's going to raise up Saul, he's going to raise up King David, but ultimately we're going to see the glory of God that's revealed through the death and resurrection of Christ. And that God's glory is not going to be away from his people forever but he's going to reestablish it in a way unlike they could ever imagine. And so this is kind of a sad passage today as the glory of God leaves Israel, um, but know that it's not going to be gone forever. So man, I love you. Hope to see you in life groups today and uh, bring someone with you when you come. And we can't wait to see you. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.